It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Brent Musburger's Countdown to Kickoff on VEASAN, the sports betting network. You are looking live at the Circa Casino Odds Board in downtown Las Vegas. It's 2023, and it is week 17 of the National Football League, but everyone is still buzzing about yesterday's two semifinals. Mike Palm joining us live to tell uh, how he had to adjust the volume on a party <laughs> last night. And we've got Johnny Avello of DraftKings live. Uh, Johnny, happy new year, lad. And you got another state you can worry about now. Ohio has joined the group legalized sports betting how are you johnny i'm great brent and yeah last night you know they came on board at 1201 and uh and within the first hour we had a million bets how's that brent one hour ohio rocking and rolling what they all bet the Bengals and the browns today johnny (laughs) what was going on there (laughs) that that was part of it for sure oh exactly and uh mike tell me about the party up here at circa because I was at a party and they were going, trying to go to the ball uh, in New York. But I said, don't do that. I've got to see the end of this football game. I got Georgia at a money line, uh, money line bet here. Yeah, well, you know, we always – so we, we have our party every year from 6 to 9. This is the first time we had it in uh, the circuit. I did 16 years in the D ballroom. But anyhow, room was beautifully decorated. I really didn't want to put the football game on. 
But now at halftime, it's 28-24. So we put it on at halftime. <laughs> now here comes here comes Georgia back. And I said, oh, my God, this is going to run in. We got the countdown on the main screen from New York as we watched the ball drop. I thank God that Georgia didn't have another timeout or they'd have taken us through. I couldn't take the volume off the, the football game. But that ball, he kicked it with 13 seconds left. With 11 seconds left, we knew it was wide. And we right. got to the countdown at eight seconds. <laughs> uh, Johnny, I hope, uh, I hope some people bet the over yesterday, those two games. I mean, 179 points. You know, uh, Johnny, sometimes uh, the semifinals, they haven't triggered. But those two games yesterday... Probably the best semifinals they've ever had in this uh, four-game playoff. I have to say that. Well, if you're looking for entertainment, I think it's, it was at its best. If you're looking for, you know, the way a football game should be played, it was, uh, you know, for football purists, maybe they didn't like some of the calls. Maybe they didn't. They thought it was just too wide open. But you couldn't beat that entertainment factor for sure. Yeah, that's exactly right. And uh uh, Mike, did you say it opened it uh, here at circuit 13 and a half? Now, right now, yeah. it's 13 and a half again. Georgia favorite over TCU. I, I want to point out to everybody, it is on January 9th, Monday. It's a Monday afternoon, a week from Monday, okay? Things get thrown off a little bit when New Year's falls on a Sunday, which we will get to here with the National Football League. But uh, the number moved a little bit, you said. Well, it, we opened 13 and a half. A lot of places opened 13. At 10 o'clock last night, we went to 14. And I, I thought it was high to open anyhow. And now uh, it went within an hour, went back to 13 and a half. And that's where we sit. Yeah. And uh, Johnny, how about, uh, how about DraftKings on TCU, Georgia? Uh, we opened 13 and a half. Uh, we have no movement. I did see a bet come in just a little bit ago for 100 grand on the dog. So we still haven't moved it. But uh, the early indications are there will be some underdog money here. Yeah, junkyard dog. I also want to point out, uh, Johnny and Mike, that the FCS championship will be played on Sunday. Uh, it's at 11 o'clock Pacific time. Uh, they're down in Frisco, Texas. The reason I want to throw this out, I got a team I like. South Dakota State is really good. Now, if you bet brands, you're all about North Dakota State. They've dominated this FCS championship over the last decade. But I'm going to tell you right now, the Jackrabbits can flat play. They've already gone into Fargo once, and they have won that game. Uh, Johnny, at DraftKings, will there be some national betting on the FCS championship or not? Oh, no question. We opened this up three. We're up, Brent, so they like your side. They, they're thinking like you. We opened this game up three, thinking that was a fair number against this, you know, North Dakota State team who's just very good every year. This is already, it's up to four. So they're thinking the way you're thinking. And uh, Mike, how about you? You know, we get a lot of, and in, in Iowa especially, with yes. the locality of it. But this, this North Dakota State team, if you follow them, this defense isn't what it's been. You know, they've had this run of incredible run and in championships. Exactly. But their defense, I mean, Incarnate Word went in there. They had them down, you know, two scores and that. I, I, I agree with you on your side here. Okay. So now let us turn our attention to Week 17. Mm. Uh, Johnny, I went through the whole list of NFL games, and there's, there's great stories. But I do want to point out that underdogs have been covering this year at a rate of 55%. So... Don't be afraid to take the points. I want to start with the Panthers and the Bucks. The Bucks have really struggled. Uh, Johnny, I think they opened upwards around four, three and a half in this game. What are we seeing nationally with the Panthers, who are still alive in that dreadful NFC South? The Panthers are in Tampa to play the Bucks. Yeah, they, they like the Bucks in this one because of the, the short number of Brent. Uh, you know, the 
the Panthers only have one road victory last, oh, and that was last week. So this is this is it for the Bucks. I mean, this is a huge game. Win this game, you're in great shape for the division, and you know you can move on into the playoffs. Although it hasn't been a season that everybody thought it would be. But it's all about getting to the playoffs. And one thing I thought that the Bucks, I thought maybe their center, Ryan uh, Jensen, would be back. But I don't think he's back this week. And that would have helped them tremendously. But they like the Bucks here. They like the under also. You know, it was the most popular contest play in the millions was the Bucks minus three. Obviously, the number in the market went to four at one point. It's at three and a half. We still need the Panthers. They're still betting the Bucks at three and a half here. Okay. Now mm-hmm. we go to one of the Ohio teams. The Browns are catching a couple of points. Uh, from the Commanders, Washington, Johnny, still alive for the playoffs. What are you seeing with the Browns Commanders? Depends on where you're talking about. <laughs> if you're talking about Ohio, I can tell you that we're extremely high on the Browns. But overall, uh, they're looking at the at the Commanders here with Wentz still a playoff shot. Um, they do like them. They also like the under here. Now, unders are getting played this week, Brent, but the weather seems to be pretty good around the country. Yeah, the weather, you know. I checked, and you're right. Uh, it's solid, uh, but the unders have uh, just been hitting at 56%. We already had one under in the Thursday night game, uh, Mike. Yeah, barely. How about that? The game was a half point, <laughs> half the number, and the total. I mean, yeah. That for us, we also will need the over here. Not much of a decision on the side, but they did bet the under in this okay. game. Okay. <clears> now, <throat> the game that got flexed, Johnny, uh, to Sunday night football on NBC, and it's an important game in the AFC North the Steelers, Pittsburgh goes in to play the Baltimore Ravens. This is a great rivalry game, folks. It's one of the best rivalries in the National Football League, I believe, since Mike Tomlin has been the head coach at Pittsburgh, believe it or not. Only one point, one point separates these two teams in all the games they played. What are we seeing, Johnny, at DraftKings with Steelers-Ravens? We opened this game a little higher, Brent. We were in the four area. We're down to two now. So we, we're seeing some Steeler money. And even though the Steelers' chances of making the playoffs are really slim, I mean, if they win the next two games, they still only have a, you know, a 10% chance of making the playoffs. But anybody that knows when these two teams meet, it's a battle. Somebody wins it usually by three points. That's usually been the number over years and years. Yeah, you're right, Johnny. I mean, no matter what their records are, you can paint this line three or less in this game all the time. It's interesting here because the Steelers need to win two games to preserve Tomlin's never have a losing season. Uh, Here's what else is interesting. and You would know this more than anybody. The flexing this game, there's a good chance the Steelers are eliminated by the time they kick off with this being the late game. And I thought to myself, why wouldn't they flex Minnesota and Green Bay? But I think they're going to have Detroit and Green Bay be the night game next week and they're not going to flex green bay twice in a row. anyhow this is two, one two of what i call the sharper plays here today is the steelers where we're seeing some some uh, professional so, money pro money came yeah. in mm-hmm. okay on the steelers and uh i'm going to jump one game on the rotation because this is an alert i sent out johnny the cardinals and the falcons now ordinarily with the cardinals catching these points the year of the underdog but I'm saying beware franchises that are just playing out the string and can't wait for the season to end. And I think the Cardinals are one of the – the Cardinals are starting a quarterback by the name of David Blau. He is their fourth starting quarterback in five weeks. And I have seen this number move. The Falcons opened up, and uh, I've seen nothing but Atlanta money here at Circa. What are you seeing with DraftKings, Johnny? Yeah, you know, David Blau and Desmond Ritter, what a matchup. I don't think we would have predicted that at the beginning of the season. 
You know, there is some money on the side, but it's kind of light, Brent. But I'll tell you where all the action on this game is, is the under. This is one of the bigger played unders on our network uh, for the entire day. How about that? Uh, what is the number right now at DraftKings on the over-under? Uh, 40 and a half. So, it is, yeah, it was 41 and a half here at Circa, and uh, it's gone down from there. Yeah, we've seen more on the side, obviously, the Falcons, and now six and a half. David Blau, you remember, is uh, played at Purdue and, and played for the Lions is where we've seen him most. And it always seems to get in there on Thanksgiving Day for the Lions. Before. Uh, Mike and uh, Johnny, <laughs> listen to this stat. David Blau, we've already talked about him, but Jarrett Stidham hmm. is going for the Las Vegas Raiders today. The NFL's 63rd and 64th different starting quarterbacks this season. There have been only two other seasons in NFL history with at least 64 starting quarterbacks, 2007, and that strike year back in 1987. So uh, with the scores under going this year, you know, Johnny, it, uh, there is quarterback turmoil, uh, turmoil completely around the National Football League, isn't there? Yeah, there really is. Uh, you know, who thought that Carr, with the Raiders still having a, a shot to make the playoffs, but slim, very slim, who thought that Carr wouldn't be playing in this game today? Uh, so... Jared Stidham's the starter going against a team. It's won eight straight. Um, and this number's just going right up the ladder with Carr out, with Stidham in there, with no confidence from the betters and the Raiders. It's up to nine and a half from an opener of six. This is in every teaser, too. They tease the, tease the 49ers under the field goal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Johnny Avello, DraftKings, again, Happy New Year, lad. Thanks for joining us here on Countdown to Kickoff. It is week 17. Mike, stick right with me. Derek Stevens oh, is going to join us. I know I the guy. I got some questions <laughs> about the contest. <laughs> we'll be back live at VSAN. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, 
You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Brent Musburger's Countdown to Kickoff on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Well, become a VEASAN Pro subscriber for only $79. Get access to everything we do from now through the big dance. Sign up today. You'll receive $20 to buy VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, other great gear. Only VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Betting splits and betting reports. Limited time offer. Sign up now. Get VSIN Pro Access through the end of March Madness. VSIN.com slash subscribe. Happy New Year. <laughs> hey, 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 let's go to Fremont Street. Are you telling me that, uh, that the mayor rang in the New Year one minute early? We got an extra minute here in Las Vegas? Yeah, that's right, Brett. <laughs> that's what happened, you know. I mean, Mike talks a lot about it, and I know it probably about uh, time and, and clock management. But, uh, yeah, Fremont Street went off at 11.59. When the actual count happened, fireworks were already going, the bands playing and all that. So, yeah, they, they counted down. They counted down. Down to 11.59, so missed it by a minute, Mike. Missed it by a minute. <laughs> Better to be early than to be late. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Circuit owner Derek Stevens joining us. And, uh, uh, Derek, I felt for your alma mater coming down the stretch, but but um, what a football game between Michigan and uh, and TCU. TCU played like a bunch of junkyard dogs. I mean, a tough little group down there. I, I was surprised. I mean, TCU looked so good. Boy, they could tackle. Oh, they could yes. tackle. I was very impressed with TCU. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Now, 
TCU, a big underdog again against Georgia. How, how was business here at uh, at Circa for the uh, two semifinals yesterday? Uh, semifinal uh, volume was real good. Um, you know, I would say the first game, TCU-Michigan, handle was about split. Uh, for us, um, the late game is where all the action came in. It all came in on Ohio State. Yeah, that was unbelievable. Yeah. I had to call somebody. It fell to four and a half here at Circa. So, so I gave you fifty bucks because, <laughs> but but I did I did get it back at a money line parlay which had Georgia. So I was hoping for that missed field goal at the end of the game. But anyway, uh, let us move to the National Football League and uh, what's your exposure like here on Week Seventeen, Derek? Well, I mean, I think this is a great weekend, calendar weekend, uh, New Year's Eve. I mean, it was it was the biggest New Year's Eve downtown Vegas had ever had by mm-hmm. by a long shot. Matter of fact, you know, Mike, we were on the text. 2, 2.30 in the morning, you still couldn't get an Uber uh, out of here. You know what I mean? It was just unbelievable. Concert festival, record crowd on Fremont Street. So it was busy. And that brought in a lot of money. Um, and it's all it's all, uh, it's all all moving forward to today. I know, uh, you know, Johnny mentioned something uh, in the prior segment that uh, a lot of people were betting unders, yet there doesn't right. seem to be a weather problem. That's what we've seen really since Friday um, through today. We've seen a lot of under action. There are two games, though, that stand out where it's not the case here. Number one, this Bears-Lions game, we're starting to see um, money uh, money coming in on the over. Um, that's one, uh, one, of, uh, one of the games. And the other one is the Browns-Commanders. Um, we, were at, we opened at 39.5. We hung at 40.5 for a couple of days. It popped to 41, now 41.5 right now. So Browns-Commanders are going over. Bears-Lions look like they're going over. Interesting, Mike. And, of course, that Lions game is indoors, uh, and Detroit was already in the 50s when it opened. Yeah. And you saw a high-scoring game when they played at Soldier Field. You know, Brent, at 9 o'clock, you know everything changes in that last hour. But three of our top four decisions are money line bets on dogs that we have to fade. And who are Number they? one is the Broncos. Okay. The second one is the Dolphins. Interesting. And the fourth biggest decision is actually in that game, people betting the Bears on the money. They are betting but, the Bears. But that could have something to do with Survivor. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, let's go. Let's go to Survivor. We have three rascals left here, Derek. And uh, who have they, uh, who have they, still, what do we got here today? Yeah, we've got to, we're down to the three. And uh, <clears throat> we have uh, two two of the uh, um, finalists here. Brown A and the Enemy Within both took uh, the New York Giants with their selection this week and uh jed took the detroit lions as uh as uh their selection so we're down to three here in week uh week 17 and uh that's how it's playing out right here i i would say the one unique thing that you know we we're, we're posting will there be a tie and it's pretty clear we're seeing a lot of hedge bets because there's a lot of a lot of six-figure payouts on ties i can tell you mike and i we are we are rooting for a decision, not a tie today at anything. <laughs> you know, you know, Gil has just Joe Pita on, who's written the golf books, and he oh, yeah. he talks in detail. And Derek loves it about how you monetize your tickets and what's the way. But he's the one that started this two years ago about asking us, "Could you bet the tie?" Because he was still into the last thirty or whatever. <laughs> We ought to give Joe Pita a percentage yeah. of these ties. <laughs> come on, come on, are you serious? <laughs> uh, is there any chance that the three will get together? And say, let's split this six million dollar survivor payout. You know, you know, Mike Pritchard made a great point yesterday on the contest show, and he said, if they would have, if they had gotten together, why wouldn't they? Have, they all had the lions available. 
Why wouldn't they all play the Lions this week? If they lose, they chop it up now, or if not, you all move to the next week. If they had done something, you would have thought that would have been the play. Yeah, interesting. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, something could happen that we're not aware of, but, uh, you know, we're paying out according to who signed up, so we'll, 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 we'll have to work it out. Remember, Brent, the, the math here, you know, we talked a little bit about the math. One of these contestants still had uh, the Chargers available. Uh, that was Brown A. So mm-hmm. we were thinking, well, maybe this te- this particular contestant has a little more of an advantage than the others. But but I think we're overthinking about it. The 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 reality is the most important thing is the counterparty risk. You gotta trust who you're dealing with. You got I mean, that's yeah. the biggest thing. That yeah, I mean that's true. I mean I mean you you see we, we see things in this country here for five thousand dollars, people do a lot of things. For ten thousand they'll do a lot of things. Yeah, for six million they might do even yeah, more. <laughs> so you you gotta you gotta be in a situation where you know who you're dealing with and all that. I'm not saying anything bad anything bad, but that that's really the key thing is your counterparty risk and, and all that. And also I wanna make this point, Brent. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just a clear two million to three guys right now. There might be six parts of an entry. You know, oh, guys get right. together yeah, and they, sure. and they group, conglomerates, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. So it yeah. might be chopped two ways, eight ways. Who knows? It's not a clear two million. And the other thing is, like the poor guy that was the Raiders, he could have won oh. six million. Oh, that last who, drive. But who, Pittsburgh. how many of these people, and I'm just saying, or anybody, has $2 million to make a proper hedge, too? Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, exactly. It's just, you can't yeah. just reach You're for not liquid. Yeah. No, no, no question. Now, let me ask you about the million, because this is the first Order that I've ever tried to pick losers. <laughs> how many how many positions do we play? Do we pay in the million uh, if you go for uh, the losing size? Is it just the one? One per quarter, and then two for the year. So we still oh, okay. have the booby, but now the second worst is the half a booby, mm-hmm. and so we added that this well, year. Well, the leader, the leading number for losers in this last quarter is thirteen, and I'm sitting on a ten. I got to go oh five oh five. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> you got to catch lightning in a bottle but, now. But you guys didn't tell me it's just as hard picking losers, Brian, as it is winners. <laughs> it is. Look, look at look at uh, look at the season overall season standings. On, on on the booby prize Sunday best is twenty six fifty two and two. Looking on the winning side, Eric Chestnut Enut uh, thirty four, he's fifty five and twenty three. I mean, you're right. It's just as hard picking the losers. These are both incredible well, records. Well, harder. He's actually you know has fifty six points. So yeah. He has fifty three. So he's t- the the winning score is three better than the losing score. If you looked that? at it that way. How about that? I mean that 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 and, just shows and, you and how tricky that he's is. He's twenty six fifty two and two, and he's got three guys only one game behind him with two weeks to go. So, you know, I want to go to that uh, that game <clears throat> that was uh, mentioned where two of them jumped on it. The Giants. Mm. I love the Giants today. It has been my experience in the National Football League that the media we talk about number one seed, we talk about seedings moving up and down, but the most important thing to a player is to get into the get into the playoffs. You make extra money. The Giants are in if they win today up against the, the lowly Colts. What, what do we have, guys, on that, on that number right now? It's in New York. Uh, low, tough, tough year for the Colts. I mean, they can't wait for it to end. What do we have? It's, uh, it, it, yesterday was 5.5 and, and 39. The, the move today, we're currently hanging a 5 and 38.5. And so, so we've seen a, the Colts? a little bit on the Colts and a little bit on, little bit on the under. Interesting. It's interesting if, let's say, you know, the two of them had the Giants. There's two ways to skin this cat if you're trying to hedge or monetize. I mean, right. you can take the Colts on the money line, but you can also take five or find five and a half in the market and exactly. middle the game. And middle it. Right. Oh, the, 
No doubt about it. <laughs> <laughs> and Brent, as, as Mike said, um, we are aware that that maybe we're in a unique situation because the Giants, with two two of our survivors selecting the Giants, you know, we, we are aware of our bank accounts. We had a half a million dollar wire come in. We've had another six figure wire come in, and uh, and obviously they're interested in the Colts. So oh, we, we, of course, they hedge it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we might be in a little different situation than maybe uh, maybe some other uh, other books around the country. And one of the games I couldn't get a grip on, Derek, the Jets and the Seahawks both need a win to stay alive in a playoff spot, but I just don't get a good, solid read on this game. What are the betters saying? Well, it went from one and a half to two, so they're betting the Jets right now, and they are betting that this is another one. I'm, I only brought up the two two games earlier, but this is another one where the total has gone up. We were at 42 and a half yesterday. We're at 43 and a half right now, so we're seeing a little over money on uh, on Jets deal. I like the other Seahawks. side of that. I like the yeah. under in that game. You like the under it's in like that it's game. like an elimination game. And uh, finally, guys, 49 Raiders here in uh, in Las Vegas. Are folks taking the points? Well, I, I'll tell you, Brent, are you going to the game today, by the way? I am. Are you? Yeah. I, I, I have not seen a visiting team uh, have this many uh, jerseys. It's going to be a heavy, heavy 49er oh, yeah. crowd. And it's all money's coming in on the 49ers. They bought a lot of tickets early. Derek, Happy New Year again. All right, you and Mike, we will see you, my friend. Cash and tickets is what it's all about. This is Brent Musburger's Countdown to Kickoff on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Back, everybody. It is Countdown to Kickoff, week 17 of the National Football League. And it's a pleasure now to be joined by our managing editor here at VSIN. Does a great job with uh, putting up all the stats at you people and the power rankings during the week. Steve Mackinan is with us and also the sportsbook director at the Rampart Casino, Dwayne Colucci. And uh, glad to have both riding along with me. Let's, let's start with, uh, with yesterday. Uh, Colucci, what was, what was the action like? at the Rampart Casino here uh, in the Summerlin area in Las Vegas for those two national college semifinals. Oh, it was an amazing vibe, Brent. Uh, you know, just so entertaining, two entertaining games. And it just, uh, you know, the audience was just going crazy, especially in that Michigan game. I mean, it was going back and forth. And uh, TCU really had a great game plan. That offense is awesome. And, you know, the, the crowd was just, it was like a wave. And we did have some nice TCU wages, believe it or not. A couple of my Sharpies did uh, pound TCU. So, you know, they got the money. The second game was just amazing, an amazing finish. Uh, you know, uh, credit definitely to Ohio State. Even though they lost, they played an excellent game, Brent. And, uh, yeah, two entertaining games. The handle was off the hook here at the Rampart. And uh, just a, a pleased crowd. Hey, Steve, did you enjoy all your time on the couch yesterday, lad? <laughs> it was fantastic, friends. I'll tell you that. You know, one one interesting thing I thought about as I was watching these games is all year long, I really didn't think there was a team that separated itself and was dominant the whole season. And I think that proved out uh, yesterday in the fact that both underdogs were able to cover the games. Yeah, you know, that's a very good point because I didn't agree with you. Obviously, I liked Georgia, but you were right. And, uh, Steve, all kinds of money came in around the country on the Buckeyes, when that line went down to four and a half, I was shocked yesterday afternoon. Yeah, well, I thought the Ohio State was going to be able to keep up with them offensively. So 
actually the interesting thing about this is I, I told my son yesterday that if the game got into the 40s, I didn't like Ohio State's chances. I, I thought they they had to be in the 30s to the high 20s to really stay close, but that's not how it played out. 179 total points in those two games. Okay, let's go to the Sunday action. And uh, uh, Kaluch, uh, the betters up there at the Rampart, uh, what teams do they like and uh, over-unders today, lad? Well, they're definitely pounding Mr. Tom Brady, as usual, Brent. Uh, You know, when you get to this point of the season and they're fighting for a playoff position and you have, uh, you know, you have Tom Brady there, they're definitely going to back it. The public loves, uh, you know, his uh, swagger and playoff style. That's one of the focal points. We've opened the game at two and a half. We're now sitting at three and a half at the Rampart and South Point. Also, uh, shockingly, I'm seeing a lot of bear money here as well. We opened this game, Lions six. Now it's down to four and a half. Uh, You know, that's another game. Naturally, the New England Patriots, Bill Belichick, no Tom Brady. Game opened at a pick Now it's at three. Uh, a lot of that has to do as well with Tua's uh, status. He's not going to be suiting up, uh, concussed once again. That's an unfortunate situation for the Miami Dolphins. But a uh, huge game for the Patriots, and the public is stepping up and backing them. Uh, you know, the Monday night game, we're seeing a little action, believe it or not, on Buffalo. Uh, I love the way Cincinnati's been playing, 12-1 and in the last 13 against the spread. Hard to figure uh, that game. Buffalo is going to really be tested, uh, a marquee matchup without a doubt, massive home field implications, uh, you know, in the AFC. So we're going to see how that game plays out. But those are some of the games. Giants also, we're seeing a lot of backing. They win, they're in. Uh, You know, I don't care what Brian Dable says. They're definitely going to come out and try to win this game at home. They don't want to be faced with, uh, you know, an adverse situation going into the last week. So a lot of sides, the public are backing here. And it seems like the teams that need to win and go to the playoffs and uh, fight for home field are the teams that they're focusing in on today. And um, Steve, uh, your research uncovered very interesting fact about uh, divisional playoff games uh, when there's a double-digit favorite. The Chiefs have been a double-digit favorite against the lowly Broncos all week. When you did research on that, uh, divisional teams, double digits, what did you find that uh, would apply to the Broncos and the Chiefs? Yes, the last three weeks of the season, Brent, uh, home teams favorite double digits in divisional games are on a 38-3 and straight up, 26-14-1 spread run. Now, if you think about that, there's a lot of motivation in the divisional game. There's a, obviously with a with a double-digit point spread, there's a big difference, probably a big motivational edge for the, the favorite as compared to the underdog, probably just trying to get that season over with. So wouldn't be surprised if uh, Casey lays the wood to Denver today. Now, uh, because Kaluch mentioned it, uh, Steve, I want to stay with a divisional matchup, and this one's in Detroit where the Chicago Bears, he said, were attracting the money at six, five and a half, whatever the number is. What are you finding with the rematches with the Detroit Lions? You know, Brent, this is an interesting game to me. And we, we had one of these several weeks ago with the uh, uh, Bengals and Steelers where almost all of my information seemed to converge on one team, and it was the Bengals in that situation. Everything seems to be going to the Lions here. They're 10-1 and against the spread in rematches. Chicago is 1-10 spread run in rematches. Just not a very good uh, situation there for the Bears. Uh, the Bears are three and 16 straight up five 13 and one in their last 19 revenge revenge tries. They lost to Detroit at home a few weeks ago. So 
just just a lot of good information here indicating that uh, Detroit's probably going to take this one. Now, I want to go to another divisional game, Steve, and that's uh, down in the AFC South. The Jaguars against the Texans. The Texans have owned the Jaguars here for the last few years. The Jaguars are still in the running for the playoffs, but this game doesn't matter much to them. It's next week's game with the Titans that the Jaguars have to have. So what are you finding in a rematch where the Jaguars were already beaten this year by the Texans? Yeah, now this is an interesting situation. It says uh, the system reads teams that lost the prior game to an opponent but have a record of 20% or better now are on a 36 and 12 straight up and 31 and 17 spread run. That's good at almost 65%. Obviously, that fa- favors the Jaguars here. I don't think this is a team that's going to take this game lightly. I think this team has good momentum now, and a, and a loss to Houston is not going to bode well for them going into the divisional deciding match next week. Okay, and uh, Kaluch, we've got another divisional matchup, which is interesting from the standpoint of playoffs. The Vikings are already in, okay? They have clinched it. Uh, They have been the kings of one-score games this year. But here come the Green Bay Packers uh, trying to gain some momentum. This game around three and a half, three, I don't know what the South Point odds are there at the Rampart. But what are you seeing with the Vikings and the Packers, Kaluch? Yeah, Brent, we're uh, sitting at three and a half at the Rampart and South Point. And, uh, you know, this is a very interesting matchup because you know Minnesota wants to definitely eliminate the Packers. They're sick of Aaron Rodgers being at the top. Uh, You know, they are at the top now. They've won some nice games and they've lost some bad games. So we're naturally seeing a little higher count on the Packers on the ticket count. And uh, we move the game from the three key number to three and a half. Uh, I think Minnesota has an excellent chance here. I'm not sold on the Packers. They are trying to pick up momentum now and, uh, you know, definitely could still make the playoffs. So the game means so much to the Packers. It don't mean all that much to the Vikings, but I believe they have in the back of their mind that they want to eliminate Green Bay, get them out of the playoff picture, not have to worry about Aaron Rodgers further down the road. So we're sitting at three and a half at the Rampart and South Point. This is a good two-way action game, but like I said, a little more Packer action naturally because the game means more to them. And uh, Steve, uh, this is a 425 Eastern time game in Green Bay, outdoors for the Vikings who leave the comfort of the Dome. What, what are you seeing with the weather in Wisconsin today, and what's your feeling about the Vikings and the Packers? Yeah, I think it's going to be, uh, I guess, so if you want to call it a pleasant weather game as far as a January 1st game in Green Bay. So I don't, I don't think that's going to play much of a factor here. Uh, now, I agree with Dwayne completely on the motivation behind the Vikings and getting rid of the Packers here. And I also think he touched upon a key thing with a number sitting at three and a half. I got a system here. That says in the last three weeks of the season, NFL home teams that are favored but own a lesser record than their opponent are 28-19 straight up, but 17-29-1 against the spread. So you get that situation where the team probably desperately needs a win here, but they're favored by just a slight bit too much. And uh, oftentimes it it ends up being one of those win-no-cover scenarios. Yeah. You know, this has been the year of quarterback turmoil, Steve. What is your personal opinion about the Raiders making the change and uh, sending Stidham out for the next two games starting today against San Francisco. I think the bigger factor in this is the sending Derek Carr home. What what kind of message is that sending? I mean, obviously Carr is not going to be around any longer, but uh, I mean, to, to tell a person on the team who's been your guy for the 15 weeks, he's, he's a distraction now. 
I mean, what? This, how much do they think of mentally of Carr? That that's the biggest thing that came out of it. And Coach, uh, you agree with Steve? Yeah, definitely. It's the mental aspect. You know, a couple of weeks ago when he broke down in tears in that uh, press conference, that was a key focal point. And then they continued to lose, not really winning games. I agree with Steve totally. It's definitely a mental aspect. They will be moving on from Carr. And, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting offseason for the Las Vegas Raiders. Okay. Dwayne Colucci for the Rampart. Steve Mackinnon, VSIN's managing editor. Thanks so much. Countdown to kickoff continues. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. 
Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Brent Musburger's Countdown to Kickoff on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Well, before you make your next bet, visit vcin.com. Check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and the bets are moving every game? Betting splits page updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. See the changes in all the action betting splits. Another way, vcin is here to help make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. I'll tell you another way to become a smarter, better. Follow the money every morning. Mitch Moss, who's here in the studio, and Polly Howard. They're going to give you some winners. How are you? Happy Happy you're, New Year, Mitch. You're far too kind. Happy New Year to you as well. <laughs> How about yesterday's uh, uh, Final Four, lad? Uh, what would you think of those two games? I just uh, I can't get enough of them. I want to watch them again today. Go back and look at uh, how they both played out. I thought it was, I mean, I said this earlier to Mike Palm and Derek Stevens off the air. Uh, Mike disagreed because he likes low-scoring games. Right. I said that's the best Final Four I, I've ever seen. I'm talking about college basketball or college football. That's how good it was. Uh, and TCU, I mean, this this unbelievable story continues. I think Michigan probably shot themselves in the foot, I mean, way too many times in that game. Mm-hmm. But TCU catching, I mean, on the opener, 14 against Georgia. I know Georgia's, they, their power rating's awesome. But TCU, they have playmakers on both sides of the ball. Exactly. Now, I want to point out again to everybody that that championship game is a week from tomorrow, January 9th, 7.30, TCU-Georgia. They're going to play that game in Los Angeles. And the day before, at 2, 2 p.m., competed with the NFL. Mitch, I want to ask you about the FCS championship. Uh, North Dakota State and South Dakota State, the Jackrabbits, are favored by four. Are you surprised by that? I heard you talking about that earlier with Johnny Avello. Uh, yeah, I, but, love, I love South Dakota State. Oh, you love them in the game? I love them. Uh, it's awesome. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, they've already gone. When you go into Fargo and beat the Bison yeah. like they did, and so I, I actually watched South Dakota State take it to Montana State. And South Dakota State has a tight end who's going to play in the NFL. Oh, very good. Okay, and yeah. he's going to go in the first couple of rounds, I think. Anyway, onward we go, lad. I'm going to fire up the app right now to make a bet. Come on, <laughs> let's go. Get it early before it starts to move up a little bit. Let's go to uh, a game where you uh, surprisingly like the over. Uh, tell me about the Vikings-Packers over. Okay, so, you know, typically this time of year in Green Bay Lambeau Field, you're going to get some uh, potential, you know, inclement weather, freezing temperatures, while the forecast today calls for like around 35. Mm -hmm. And uh, like no wind, uh, as far as I could tell. So it's going to be really good football conditions out there today. And when you look at Minnesota, I mean, they have been a just a total over team going back uh, for a majority of the season, but specifically like the last six weeks. And if you go back and look uh, to like week 10, the Buffalo game, since then, they've allowed 30, 40, 26, 22, 34, 36, and 24 points. And when you break down like the um, advanced metrics, and we'll go mm-hmm. EPA here, uh, expected points added per play, since week 10, their defense, 
Brent, they're dead last in drive success percentage allowed points per game. They're 31st in explosive pass percentage. And meanwhile, the Green Bay numbers are surprisingly pretty good on offense. And uh, you can't trust this Green Bay defense either. And I also like the fact that, uh, you know, Jefferson is going for a couple of different records that he can set. Uh, He can have the most receiving yards ever. He can break Kelvin Johnson's record today or next week. And he burned Green Bay secondary back in week one. And for some reason, Jair Alexander called him out this week and said it was a fluke. I, I don't know why you would say that. I, I don't either. Yeah. You may say it to a friend or a teammate if you believe that. But if you watch the Vikings at all, that receiver is no fluke. No. <laughs> okay. No. I mean, the catch of the year, the catch of the year was in Buffalo. Oh, yeah. Totally okay. agree. Fourth down at 17. To go up like goes, that. There's still photos of that, of that catch are magnificent. So, uh, yeah, that was a... That was stupidity, uh, and uh, I'm sure that Jefferson will make that rascal pay a little bit. The yeah. first game, the first game was at the Dome in Minneapolis. Mitch it was 23 to seven. Yep. The uh, the Vikings dominated the Packers. Now, what about the Packers' health? Do you think do you think Aaron Rodgers with that thumb and I guess uh, is there a hamstring or something else that's bothered him a little? Yeah, he's Where we stand. He's a little banged up, and evidently Christian Watson. Uh, the rookie who's you know been coming on right. a lot down the stretch here, he is a true game time decision. So mm-hmm. that does worry me a little bit because when I look at Green Bay's passing attack, Rodgers is not. I mean, we have it in our heads that Rodgers goes out there and throws for 300 yards every game. He doesn't. He doesn't even come close in some of these games. But they don't have a lot of you know huge explosive guys on that side of the ball when Watson is not, if he can't play. Like Lazard right. doesn't scare me at all. Uh, Randall Cobb doesn't scare me at this point of his career. So that is a little bit uh, concerning, but I also think that the guys um, that, that he has to hand up the ball off to, uh, Aaron Jones and uh, A.J. Dillon, can have a big game today. Okay, now that's one of the late games. Mm-hmm. Starts at 425. Vikings in Green Bay play the Packers. The other one at 425. An interesting game to me. The Chargers have wrapped up a playoff spot. They're in. Not much to play for here. But it's the Battle of L.A., the Rams, and the Chargers are a six-and-a-half-point favorite. I find myself, Mitch, liking the Rams and the points. I find it impressive uh, what Coach McVay has done with this Rams, even though they're not going back to the playoffs. Yeah, I would agree with you. I took them in one of the contests out here at plus six-and-a-half. And And I I hope that's not uh, an overreaction to what the Rams did on offense last week. Right. But also, you now have to win by margin here if you're the Chargers. There's no clear home field edge at all. I mean, it's going to be split, I would think, Chargers-Rams fans in uh, in this Stadium today in L.A. And also, uh, you know, quietly, under the radar, Cam Akers is playing really good Good for that kid to come back. Obviously, Agreed. had the Achilles last year, and uh, we didn't know if he could, this year at the beginning of the season, like, I, maybe this kid could be shot for a little while. But he's really playing well right now, and the Chargers on defense, they have a tough time slowing down the run. So I think six and a half is just too many points in this game. Yeah, that, that that's how I looked at that game, too. And, of course, the... Uh, Two coaches have a connection, and they remain, I am told, good friends. Brandon Staley uh, was hired by Sean McVay, didn't know him, and uh, he was the Los Angeles Rams defensive coordinator in 2020 before he got the job as the head coach of the Chargers. I don't always agree with him on his fourth down decisions, mm-hmm. uh, but here he is. The, uh, the Chargers are in the playoffs, and if there's any sleeper, on the AFC side, we all talk about the big three, and I think Mitch, you would agree with me that uh, Cincinnati, Buffalo, Kansas City, whatever order you want to put them in, that's the big three. Mm-hmm. If there's a sleeper in the AFC, 
they get that offensive line healthy, it'll be the Chargers. Oh, uh, I mean, would you want to see Justin Herbert in the first round of the playoffs? Not at all. No, no, thank you. That kid is incredible, and he can, he's carried this team pretty much the entire year because they've had so many injuries. And I look back at the game against Tennessee, that Brent, that throw, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about, that oh, throw on the sideline. On the sideline, he's going out of bounds. Uh, how does he... Keep uh, it inbound. Uh, I don't know how he made that play. But that, but that's the kind of stuff that he can come up with. And, you know, so, no, they're absolutely going to be a dangerous out. I, I agree with everything that you said about Staley, uh, how he works as a head coach, but also how dangerous they can be because of him. Yeah, and uh, another thing, last year, the final game of the season, the Raiders make the playoffs. Yep. On fourth down, Herbert converted four long fourth downs against the Raiders, something yep. that uh, I haven't forgotten. And then, of course, we talked about the big three in the AFC. So let's go to the the Monday night game. It's a, it's a classic. It's the Bills in Cincinnati playing the Red Hot Bengals. How do you look at that one, Mitch? Man, uh, I, that's I mean, so I'm very high on the Bengals. I have been since October. I have them uh, on future tickets to win the entire thing, to come out of the AFC Super Bowl Bureau to win the MVP. I do. I'm concerned that uh, you know the Collins injury last week. Um, mm-hmm. The offensive line kind of worries me a little bit. But when you like the Bengals last week in the first half. When they just say, you know what, we're going to abandon the run. We don't have to give it to Mixon or P. Ryan because Burrow can drop back and pass, and he has those weapons to throw to. Mm-hmm. That is as scary as it gets. Um, I think the number is pretty much spot on in that game. Uh, Bills, I think, still have to be the highest power rated team in the entire league. But, uh, you know, t- if, you, if you teased up the Bengals earlier to get like seven and a half, I think that was probably a good play. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen, um, great athlete and uh, great courage, too. But, Sometimes he'll throw that bad interception. Oh yeah, you know that that's that's lingering at any time in the game that can come back to haunt him. Yeah, that'll be it, it's just going to be a great Monday night game and a, and a great way for ESPN to close out the Bills and the Bengals oh. Monday night on uh, on ESPN. So uh, I mentioned the Raiders. What, what's your feeling about the Derek Carr situation and the San Francisco game? 49ers are catching nine and a half here this afternoon at Allegiant Stadium. Uh, so I fortunately bet the Niners minus five and a half early on Monday morning because it was already out there. The speculation was out there that Carr and other starters could sit. Yeah, good bet. And uh, I thought that because of New Year's weekend, the Bay Area folks were going to travel like crazy and take over the stadium for the 49ers side. I think it's going to be like 65-35 today, 49ers. Raiders season ticket holders could sell their tickets and make a fortune today. They did, but they sold them very early. Yep. When the schedule came out and it was New Year's in Las Vegas, San Francisco money showed for tickets immediately. You are spot on. We're going to have so many red 49 jerseys over there at Allegiant today. Well, you would know better than anybody. I I don't think Carr's back. No. He can't come back. I I don't think so. Well, you never say never, but it's got to be less than 1% of a chance, Mitch, that – that they make him an offer. And, of course, the reason why they took him down now is because of that clause in the contract. If he gets hurt in the next couple of weeks, they're out $30 million. Yep. You know, so yep. that's what it is. Well, good luck to that. But I love the fact that you, you got the 49ers early before yep. it soared 9.5-10. We'll see. We'll see if it matters today. All right. Happy New Year, Lance. Same to you. Okay. Mitch Moss, follow the money with him every morning here on VSIN. So long, everybody. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.